It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday hump day. Welcome into the show. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Wednesday, which means Tony Burke joins me. Hello, brother. What's up, man? Uh, a lot. Did you vote yesterday? I sure did. Yeah, you say yes even if you didn't because people go People get mad, crap. don't they? Uh, I voted. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what you voted for. If you voted, good job. Well done, you. Eminem Carriage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450. You can join the conversation at that number, or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line. Text the show at 502-414-1450. Right now, get a free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, or a steak and egg burrito, along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda when you become a new Refreshing Rewards member at Thornton's. Simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Scooter is a big gas station food guy. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. I love it. I always I have. Get, now, I do want to try the steak and uh, egg burrito at Thornton's, so I'm going to go in and do that. You won't be disappointed. I'm just not up early enough, to be honest with you. I don't leave the house until 1130 to come here and do the show. So it's you know it's a little, a little difficult. You're here at what time? Seven? Uh, 645 usually. Uh, so you, got, you, know, you, you have a reason to stop and get a Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or bacon, egg. I think yours is the bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. No, I'm a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Okay. That's my favorite. But I have had the bacon. It's good, too. Tony, gas station food? No. Not a breakfast guy. I can't do it. If I'm going to go out for breakfast, first of all, I'm going to eat my Fruit Loops or my Apple Jacks. But if I'm going out, I'm going to Nord's Donuts or Cracker Barrel. You're going after the real stuff. Somewhere like that. Yeah, I can't can't do (laughs) I can't look if I stop get gas at Thornton's. I don't even go in. I use the card. If I have to go in, I'm certainly not going over to the hot food section. John, you shouldn't be eating Fruit Loops. You're at the age where you should be having Cheerios. Heart healthy. Uh, honey nut Cheerios. There you go. Yeah, I'm a honey nut Cheerio. That's special K. Yeah, Tony's way too healthy, man. <laughs> he is way too healthy. He rides a bike every day. He kills me. Um, I rode. I rode. Uh, my feet to the couch yesterday to watch some sports. All right, a lot to get to today. College football playoff rankings week number two are out. I told you what the top four would be. I was right. Uh, Not a whole lot of surprises here. Georgia number one, Ohio State, Michigan 2-3. TCU, is this a courtesy vote for the TCU Horned Frogs? Remember a few years back, and this could be, you know, I'm I'm terrible with time eight or ten years ago. TCU was undefeated. And didn't get in. You remember that, Tony? And they they had an argument, but TCU does not spin the dial. It doesn't move the needle. People don't want to watch the TCU Horn Frogs. I guess part of it is it's TCU. It's not a brand name. They're not in the greatest conference. But TCU, if they go undefeated this year, they get in, right? They should. and Because Tennessee's looming. Tennessee's got win over Alabama. A road win at LSU, the only loss to the number one team in the country. If Georgia wins out, I can see Tennessee, even if TCU wins out, jumping TCU. 
I can see it too because Tennessee's resume, it, it, like you just said, if Georgia runs the table and is impressive, there's no way you keep Tennessee out. Yeah, I think that's true. What if LSU beats Tennessee beats uh, Georgia in the national championship game? I think it might knock Tennessee. Or no, I'm sorry, in the SEC, in the SEC championship. championship. I, I think it might knock Tennessee out. I think they'll still Does be LSU right on the line. get in then? Or do you wow. do you put an un- How can you put a two-loss LSU ahead of a one-loss zero-loss TCU? And Georgia with one, even though they beat them. Yeah. And Tennessee with one. Wow. That, that would throw a wrench into the whole thing. Because, it really would. Look, Georgia's going to win out. They got Mississippi State on the road this week. I know you never know. This is a letdown week for Georgia. That was a big, you know, game of the century kind of game against Tennessee last week, and they thumped the balls. But they got Mississippi State. They got Kentucky on the road, so two road games there, and then they got Georgia Tech, their uh, annual rivalry game, which hasn't been much of a rivalry in recent years. Tennessee's got – Road game at Missouri, road game at South Carolina, and then Vanderbilt at home. So I don't expect either one of those two to lose, Not at least not in the regular season. Georgia in the SEC championship game, you never know. But I, I don't expect either of those two teams to lose their next, uh, the remaining games, and I include Georgia over LSU there. No, and if they nothing, don't, I think they're both in. Yeah, nothing different. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. Ohio State-Michigan is intriguing. If Ohio State thumps Michigan, Michigan's out. Because they don't get to play in the Big Ten championship game. I know it's only one loss, but their best non-conference game was Connecticut. That Ooh. kills Michigan. That kills them. They played Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. And UConn is the only one that might actually get into a bowl game. That trip to Hawaii might cost them, huh? Well, you still got to go to, get to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I think it was at Michigan. It was at Michigan. Yeah, they get to go to Hawaii well, that's a, That even stinks more. Yeah. Seniors don't get to go. Uh, but if Ohio State, let's say Michigan beats Ohio State by a field goal or in overtime, it's a close one. Now here are the Buckeyes. One loss. They beat a all of a sudden a resurgent Notre Dame team. Um, Ohio State stay in the top four here, even if they lose to Michigan by a smidge. Let's call it overtime or a, you know last-second field goal. Okay, it comes down to that. And then they don't and play Georgia, in the Big Ten And Georgia game. wins. The SEC championship game, Tennessee and Michigan are both standing there for that spot. Yeah. Well, Michigan's in then if they beat Ohio State. Well, I mean, if they, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. If they lose to Ohio State, a close game, they lose a close game. Tennessee's waiting to see what happens in the SEC championship. Georgia kills LSU. I think it's Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, and if they're undefeated, TCU. And what happens if TCU Michigan could this happen? Michigan's out of, out of conference kills. How, what happens if Michigan would they take Michigan Ohio and close game? Michigan Ohio yeah. State, Tennessee and Georgia. Four two conferences. Games, two conferences. There is a scenario if TCU loses a game, right, they're, they're out. out. Uh, Clemson. Twelve. Clemson doesn't have enough quality games no. left to win. They're going to play probably North Carolina in the ACC championship game. The rivalry game is South Carolina. That certainly is not going to help them. Um, if if they beat Louisville, that's not going to help them. That's a home game against the Cards. So Clemson's out, I think. That Notre Dame loss, I think, gets a knock, John. Uh, because of the amount of points they lost by how ugly it was on national a national team. stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a killer because people didn't believe in Clemson anyway. They should have lost to Syracuse at home. 
People didn't believe in them, and then what Notre Dame did to them, that was sort of the nail in the coffin, I think, for Clemson. Um, who else do I have here? Oregon, you brought up, they're sixth. I mean, they're ahead of LSU. They're ahead of USC, a one-loss team. Uh, Oregon is still suffering the effects of that, C, of that August loss where they got beat 49-3 to to Georgia. I guess neutral field, even though it was in Atlanta. I mean, I don't know how neutral that can be when you're playing Georgia in Atlanta. But Oregon has done everything great since. Bo Nix has looked like a Heisman candidate ever since. And if they finish the table off here, they don't play Southern Cal until the uh, Pac-12 championship game. And let's say they smoke Southern Cal here. All of a sudden, you got a one-loss Oregon team going, hey, look, uh, Georgia's the best team in the world, but we're we're there too. And That's only the only team we lost to. Doesn't matter what the score is. We just lost one game, and we lost it to the best team in the country if Georgia wins out. And conversely, Southern Cal's only got one loss. That was to Utah. Utah had about a five-minute drive at the end of the game, scored, went for two, got it, won 43-42. That's the only loss USC has. They still have UCLA on their schedule. They still have potentially the Pac-12 championship game against Oregon. If they went out, all of a sudden one loss – on a two-point conversion, on the road, um, you know, a brand name here. All of a sudden, if if TCU loses, Michigan gets killed, all of a sudden they've got an argument. The whole thing that comes out it's in crazy. this is the ACC's out. Yeah. I think they're out. I, I don't know how anybody gets back in here. Clemson can beat Louisville. They can uh, crush North Carolina. They can crush South Carolina. And I don't know who they play in between Louisville and South Carolina, but I still it, don't think they get they it. don't have enough. Yeah, they don't have lost, enough. And that conference enough. is not helping them out. No, it's killing them. That's kind of where I was going to the conference. And NC at, State was supposed to be good. They lost their quarterback. Uh, they're seven. They're going to win nine games, but uh, there, there's no respect for the ACC. Well, it's Wake like, has taken a dive. Pittsburgh took a dive earlier in the season. Miami's terrible. Florida State's got a little gravitas now, but Florida but they're State. Beat, they're beating those other teams. Yeah, they are. And when Wake, Florida State over LSU is big, though. When Wake came in here and threw just, boy, just. Six and one, tenth in the country. Stunk it up, and Louisville just hammers them. They turn it over. That, that killed the conference. I don't care what anybody said. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, Wake was supposed to be a good team, and it's like, they were well, Louisville's not that good. That yeah, they're like, Louisville just beat the. You know, what out of you? By the way, Louisville's pretty they good. They are. Four wins in a row. The defense has been great. Other than that, Bo- uh, look, Boston College, if you're Louisville, uh, let's say you beat NC State at home, you lose to Clemson, you lose to Kentucky. Not that they will, but let's just say they do. You're going to look back on that Boston College game and go, how did that happen? BC is 2-7. and seven. You know who beat them? And they're Connecticut. terrible. Connecticut beat. Hey, Boston don't Cons. sleep on, on Jim Mora Jr. and the Huskies. On them Huskies, all right. Yeah, they're going to go to a bowl game. They are going to go to a bowl game. What's a weed eater bowl or what? Doesn't matter. You're UConn. You'll go to the toilet bowl. It doesn't matter. You're going to a bowl game. All right, back to the important stuff. Uh, Louisville Clemson, give them a shot this week. Seven-point dog. i tell you what I've seen out of Clemson. Uh, Louisville, the way they played them last year. I, I, if I if I had to, you put a gun to my head like you do with Scooter a lot of times. All the time. Um, I would take Clemson, but 
I, would, I, I don't. I expect the game to be close. Clemson's I, offense, Clemson's their quarterbacks have not been good, and Louisville's defense has been really good lately. Yeah. So this this feels like one of those money line games to me. And you don't hear those Jeff Brom because Jeff it, Brom no, I haven't heard it you hear Jeff in Brom three weeks. Jeff Brom. I heard it after the Virginia game. You, you beat Virginia, and then you go on the bye week. So I heard it during the bye week oh, there. Yeah. But then beat Pitt, beat Wake Forest, ranked 10th in the country. You put a hammering on the Dukes last week. By the way, every time somebody said Dukes, I couldn't help but think of the movie Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell because the guy that shot the uh, three-quarter court shot and made it and got the big check, his name yeah. was Dukes. Remember yeah, he fell got asleep the big before check, he yeah, shot it? Got the big check. Come on, Dukes. <laughs> Jackie Earl Haley, better known as uh, Kelly Leak from uh, Bad News Bears. But he grew up to look like that. Yeah. Oof. So, hey, Academy Award winning actor now. He won Best Supporting Actor for a movie. So uh, he's what, doing something and, and right. Semi, and semi-pro? Not semi-pro. <laughs> no, he didn't win it for semi-pro. Great movie, <laughs> by the way. But uh, Cards put it on the Dukes. They could have had a letdown. We talked about it last week. They could have had a letdown in that game. They did not. You know, it was 10 to 10 at halftime. They, uh, the defense in the second half of the last three times out, Cards have been unbelievable. And if they bring that defense against Clemson, this, this to me, this is a field goal game. I told you, just a gun. If you put a gun up, I'd go with Clemson. <laughs> I would not touch that game. All right, Kentucky Vanderbilt, uh, the last number I looked at was 18. Does that seem about right to you? Vanderbilt has lost 26 straight SEC games. I heard Vanderbilt's got a lot of players sick, and some guys aren't going to play. Maybe not two offensive linemen. Okay, let me write that down. Uh, for I, I, I was listening I, to another show this morning. Let me write that on my betting slip because that's, that's important news. Kind of, you know, you can you can check that out, but. Uh, all, all things here are non-factual. So yes, yeah. Uh, research is optional. Optional. Um, I did say eight and four to beginning of the year on the Cats. Looks like I'm going to be right on that because you're you're going to beat Vandy. You're not going to beat Georgia, and then Louisville game. You win it. You're eight and four. You lose it. You're seven and five. Um, that, is that a scary game to Kentucky right now, Louisville? I think it definitely is. The way you know things set up, Kentucky's offense. When, when you can't block, it's hard to win. Yeah. And Kentucky's offensive line, big you know, blue sieve. It's not been I've a heard big well. Blue Will line. Levis is uh, he's a first round pick. He should be doing that. Chris Rodriguez, one of the best running backs. They can't run the ball sometimes. I'm like, they can't. Those two guys can do things, but when you got guys whiffing and they're running stunts and so two guys whiff. are blocking one guy, it's hard to throw the ball and it's hard to run when a guy hits you as soon as you touch the ball. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, but they're going to beat Vandy and they're going to lose to Georgia, right? Any yes. chance to beat Georgia? No. Now, think about it. I want you to think about these things before you answer so quickly. Uh, Indiana started with three wins. They're three and six, and they are over 40-point underdogs to the Buckeyes. You want me to answer that one quick? Uh, I, think I, can, I think I can answer it for you. I'll let Scooter answer that one. Scooter, in the, 41. Uh, who's your fan? Uh, who you got this week? Uh, with the spread here, I'm going to go 40. Give me the Buckeyes. I'm, I'm even willing to do pie to the face. Oh, you are not, he's not a pie to the face guy. No. I was going with you. That's why I let you You know pick what? First. You're not sticking a pie in my face. I'm not losing Indiana plus 40 for a pie <laughs> to the face. I can tell you that. Uh, Texter says, maybe Vandy's players are sick of football. Wow. Where's the drum roll? That's good. I, where's the rim shot there? Let me try it again. Maybe Vandy's players are sick of football. Still no. Uh, 
I can't so, get it that fast. Can't get it up that fast. Nah, we, we, no, let's what move on. But anyway, let's move on. We'll take a break. Come back. <laughs> Bellarmine, Louisville basketball tonight. I've been wondering what the spread was going to be all week long. We've got it. We'll get Tony's take. He is a Bellarmine guy. He goes to a lot of Bellarmine basketball games. I was going to tell you the spread, but let's just tease it. We'll give you the spread after the break. California, I don't want to talk uh, politics on this show, but California said no to gambling yesterday. We'll talk about that. Colts Raiders game of the week. Yes. Right. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Action. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Eminem Cartage Highline open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thorne's text line open as well. Get your text into the show at 502-414-1450. Texter says this is exactly why the playoff expansion should stop at six teams. TCU runs a table they're in. Tennessee, one loss they're in. Let the mouthpieces of the world debate who the sixth team is because 7 through 25 isn't beating anyone when it comes down to it anyway. Well, I'll respectfully disagree. 7 is LSU. They just beat Bama. 8 is USC. They've got one loss because of a two-point conversion. So if I understand some of these teams are going to lose in the next couple of weeks. 12's the number, and that's what they're going to go to. I like 12. You get the six champions, automatic. You get one of that group of five teams. That's seven. And now you get five at-large teams. It should be easy to come up with 12, because if you're 13th, you don't belong in anyway. Now, Tony will disagree. You say if you're ninth, you don't belong in anyway. I say eight. I say you play with eight. It shortens the week, so the, the playoffs. And you move on, but but you got to get these you, bowl if, games in. But if you do eight, you can't complain if you're ninth. Correct. If you do twelve, it's hard to complain if but, you're thirteen. You're not in the top. But didn't we say before six. when there were when it came down to the BCS and there were it was a no playoff. It was two teams. Didn't we say you don't you have no argument when you're three? We said that. So wow. no matter how many teams you have, there's going to be an argument. How about the the March Madness every year? Sixty eight teams. And the first thing we want to talk about is why so-and-so didn't get in and so-and-so did get in. Uh, how is this team better than this team? This team was the first team out. How, how are they left out? If you're in at-large. We, we do it every year. If you're in at-large in basketball and you're past eight or nine, you have no gripe if you're in or out. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Texture says, John, who wins tonight, L or Bellerman, We're man? Getting We're getting there. All right, the Knights and the Cardinals tonight. <sighs> it's going to be fun. Now, it's going to be late, 9 o'clock, ACC Network. I've got the spread down to 8 now on my app as well, Tony. Yeah, and I'm looking we'll, for a ticket we'll, if somebody got one to give away. Yes, if you got a Bellarmine ticket, uh, call Scooter right now. <laughs> give him your information, 414-1450. Uh, Tony would love to go to uh, the Yum Center tonight and watch Bellarmine. I don't, I don't get credentials like John. Well, sure, surely they've got tickets left, no? This game started. Everybody's got one. This game away. started at nine and a half. <laughs> it's now eight, which tells me the sharp money or most of the money is on Bellerman here, Tony. 
Yeah, and I, I listened to two different shows, uh, one this morning, one yesterday, and everybody I've listened to after how Louisville played in the exhibition games are yeah. like, it's what? I heard people say, I already <laughs> bet it. And I think that's the thing. Now, now oh. Louisville's got a lot of advantages over Bellarmine that are physical and just talent-wise, but basketball-wise, right now, Kenny Payne's got to be worried about tonight's game. Bellarmine was plus 450. Uh, money line now it's plus three fifty. I mean, all the money's going on the night so far, uh, and they've only got two starters back. Tony Hope and uh, and Justin Betts are the only two starters they've got back of that admittedly really fun team to watch last year. Atlantic Sun Tournament champions. Obviously, the, there was the I don't want to call it a controversy, but there was a, a a groundswell of opinions to get them into the NCAA tournament last year. That fell on deaf ears at the NCAA. Uh, they're not going to be, in my opinion, they're not going to be as good as they were last year. Well, Garrett Tipton's a senior, and he played 20 minutes a game last year and averaged almost nine points Freen a game. Freen played a lot. Yep. So they have experience, and they're older guys. They're, they've got, got a, a feeling on the team, right? Yeah, he's been hurt. They've, he had, a hurt. Lot, they've had a lot of guys hurt, but Bash Whelan is a, a guy that they're really looking to. He'll start. And, and, and Peter Suter yeah. are guys Suter that they – didn't play a lot last year. Uh, no, but year, they have experience. They've got some guys that are coming in, and their system is so hard to play against. And if Louisville gave That's up, the thing. Only scored 57 in the first. Yeah. Lenore Ryan. Or they only scored 47. 47. 47. They gave up yeah. 57. Bellarmine's going to put pressure on them to guard. If Bellarmine shoots well. Yeah, can Bellarmine score inside? Louisville has twice the size yeah. they have in physical uh, part. And Bellarmine's going to have to shoot the ball well. But if, if um, they do. I never thought I'd be using – Saying, asking this question, what's Louisville got to do to beat Bellarmine? Because the normal answer would have been show up. But now what's Louisville got to do to beat Bellarmine? And I would say not go on these extended scoreless streaks like they did in both exhibition games. They went on massive streaks of not being able to put the ball in the hole. Do you have confidence in L. Ellis as a point guard? Uh, I got confidence in L. Ellis as a shooting guard. Exactly. I don't have confidence in anybody on that team right now. As a ball handling, bring it up, point guard, and they get, got get get them into the offense, point guard. And if you're Bellarmine, you're just you're shooting and you're getting back on defense. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to get offensive rebounds. You want a half court game here, and you don't want Louisville to get out on the break. You want to break them down on ball on, on passing the ball, and cutting, and then I mean Louisville's yeah. inside guys are much good. better. Bellarmine's really good at that, and that's where they hurt you. And can Louisville's big guys guard their guys on offense? Is my next question. That's going to be interesting because they got to play the perimeter, and they're going to they they're going to play five out, and they are going to just as you said, they're going to back cut you and 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 screen you to death out top. Uh, I've seen them do it. I went to a bunch of Bellarmine games last year. I've seen them do it. It's um, it's a challenge tonight, and and I hope that the fan base, if the worst happens tonight, and you're a Cardinal fan, you don't uh, jump off the wagon because that would be a shame. Well, I expect the fans are ready. fans, Tony. You're they, right. They booed last year, and I know it. It wasn't Kenny Payne, but if they get down to Bellarmine early in this game, you're going to hear the boo birds. That's just the way it is. I think so, but you have to be patient too. You got a new coach, and but nobody wants to be patient anymore. But Louisville could come out and just dominate the inside of that game. The, the same thing happens. You're a much better team when you shoot well. So if Louisville comes out and shoots well, we're yeah. talking about Bellarmine shooting well. If Louisville shoots well, they can they can they can stretch it out too. Mike James has to help. Um, Sidney Curry 
doesn't, and it's only two exhibitions, okay, but he he doesn't look anywhere near the player he was last year. I hate to say that, but he has not been good. What about Huntley? Give me what's his Brent, give me his whole name. Brandon Hatfield Huntley Huntley Hat, Hatfield Hatfield Huntley Something Huntley like Hatfield. That. Help me Huntley out, Hatfield. Scooter. Huntley Hatfield. Okay. Brandon Huntley Hatfield, the Cor- Tennessee transfer. I, I think he can be really, really good. A he dominant was terrible type in player. the second. I know it. It's, exhibition. But are are they learning? Are they still learning? And are they, you know, confidence wise, do they know the system? They can't have any confidence right now. No. I mean, it's a coaching staff. You got Kenny Payne, and you got Nolan Smith, and you got Danny Mayne. I'm sure they're drilling it into them, but you can't have any confidence right now. I look at Bellerman, Tony, at Louisville, at Moorhead State. Then they got a Knights Hall game against Campbellsville Harrodsburg, I think. At Clemson, at Duke, at Loyola Marymount, at UCLA, at Kentucky. And then they got Murray State, I think, later coming to Freedom. Yeah, if you split net, you're doing pretty good. How much fun is that? <laughs> That's I tell you what, it helps you Scotty recruit. Scotty doesn't care. It helps you recruit. What well, you're a freshman coming in last year and they say, We're going to all these places and play, you you get excited. You're getting to play in Cameron, Pauley Pavilion, Rep Arena, and the Yum Center. Pretty good. For and, and Clemson, team. I guess. We'll throw that one in there. For the team that won the A Sun tournament last year. We were there. We were there. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll be there. This is probably as much as I'm at Louisville games. All right, Louisville starts at Bellarmine or against Bellarmine. Then you got Wright State coming in Saturday, App State next Tuesday. Then you go to Maui. Maui could be interesting. Could be really interesting. It could be 0-3. You start at, uh, against 10th-ranked Arkansas. That's a Monday before Thanksgiving. Um, you got three games in three days there before uh, right before Thanksgiving. You didn't get passes? Maryland, uh, I'm still trying to get Dugan to send me to the uh, to the Maui Classic. Uh, Maryland and the uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge comes to the Yum Center. You got a conference game on December 4th against the Miami Hurricanes. You got another one on the 10th at Florida State. Western Kentucky comes to, uh, I keep wanting to say Freedom Hall, but comes to uh, the Yum Center. This, uh, this, not, this could get ugly. No, and it's, it's, it's a – you're right. Uh, that that Maui tournament could be demoralizing for them because Arkansas is good. They're really good, and you don't want to see Arkansas to start out. And uh, I don't know, John. I I I I think Kenny Payne's going to do a great job, but people are going to have to be patient, and they're not going to be. Even though they wanted Kenny Payne so bad, Kenny Payne, you know, old Louisville player, Kentucky coach, he's the right guy. You still got to be with all patient. That. I agree with all that. That uh, you know, all everything you said there about him being a Kentucky guy, a Louisville guy, and and uh, how much leeway does he get? That's the question, and no, nobody, every, no, nobody knows the answer. And Everett Sullivan's already beat him. <laughs> and the other part of that is that since the IARP ruling came down, you got a portion of the fans going, "Wait, you mean we could still have Tom Jurich and Rick Pitino?" Yeah. That doesn't help. Doesn't help Kenny Payne. Out of his control, but doesn't help him. Here's the uh, Maui lineup, by the way. Texas Tech versus Creighton, two ranked teams. Yep. Louisville versus Arkansas, one ranked team. Ohio State versus San Diego State, one ranked team, and it's not Ohio State. And Cincinnati and Arizona. Arizona's ranked. So there are five ranked teams in this tournament. If you're Louisville. If you lose to Arkansas, you're going to play the loser of Texas Tech and Creighton. Ooh. They're both ranked. Ooh. 
<laughs> and then you lose that game, you probably got Cincinnati or Ohio State who are both going to want to put a hurting on you. Could be interesting. What do you think about the first night of college basketball? Let's talk about Kentucky. Uh, I'm sure you watched that game. Am I wrong? Yeah, I, I went back and watched it. Went back yeah. and watched it. Yeah. Um, they were missing Shebway, missing Wheeler. Damian Collins was away uh, because of his tragedy. But, boy, they look like a team. And, look, we we get we always the overreact, right? We get ahead of the – put the cart ahead of the horse. Looks like it's going to be a really good shooting basketball team. It does. And if CJ – I mean, Jimmy Dykes just – he loves CJ Frederick. Best shooter in the country. In the country. But if Harris and Frederick shoot the ball from the perimeter – and Wheeler runs the show, and Shebae's in there. All those other guys fit, and it, it is really good. And a guy that I, I know you love him too, Cason Wallace yeah. is a man. He's a he's a bad dude on defense, which yes. most freshmen never are. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can get to the rim. And the beauty is he's not going to have to be the ball handler. No. He had to the other night, and he might have to Friday against Duquesne. He, Bob Dominey's Duquesne. Bob Dominey's Duquesne Dukes. <laughs> he might have to Friday because they're probably not going to play Wheeler until uh, at least Michigan State game. But when he is off the ball, he's going to be better than when he's trying to run the offense, I K- think. Kentucky's got some guys that are not going to play a lot that are going to help that are good players. Because when you get Collins back and he plays some in that in that four or – I think you were spot. missing three starters. Am I wrong on that? I think they were, too. I mean, Collins is a maybe starter, yeah. but but he's still considered close to a starter. Top, You have Toppin, and you got – We didn't talk about Toppin there. You know, Frederick and Livingston and we haven't talked about. I mean, the big freshman. Uh, 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 help me, Scooter. What's his name? Oh, something. Uh, the, mm. the kid from Africa. <laughs> he, he has literally came from Africa. Onyenso. Onyenso. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Onyenso. Onyenso. And he, he, he Look, I mean, for a couple minutes here and there, a guy like that can give you a, a, a break. I'm gonna make a not a bold statement here, but just a, a a miniature statement. I know Jimmy Dykes said C.J. Frederick's the best shooter in college basketball. He may not even be the best shooter on that team. Antonio Reeves, did I say Harris? You did. No, I let it go. Let's uh, correct me on Antonio those. Reeves. I feel like it's going in every time he's shooting just under fifty percent. I mentioned this yesterday. They played eight games, four in the Bahamas. Two scrimmages, one blue-white game, and then the game uh, the other night. Um, he's just under 50% from three, Tony, and they all feel like they're going in when he lets them go. And he did a nice job of putting the ball on the floor yeah. and, and scoring. I think their offense is going to be so spread out that it's going to be hard to defend them. And no matter what you say about them and think about them, you got the player of the year coming back that did stuff last year that guys going back to Bill Walton hadn't done. And that's a good starting place. And then you put town around that. I mean, they, they're going to lose games. But this, you know, there's a lot of experience on this team. And that's what people forget. Cal always says, we're the youngest team in the country. Yeah, they got all the youngest. Can't use it. He's got a bunch of older guys. Shebway, does he, um, what's his numbers? 15 and 15 this year? Does he do it again? It'd probably go down Hard just a do little that. because of the talent around him. That number's crazy. It's crazy. Those numbers are crazy. I'm telling you, I think they said, but it goes back to Bill Walton, those type of numbers. Texture says, John, the worst thing for Kenny Payne is that UK is better than they have been in five years, and IU is good again. Fans will be impatient yep. because the surrounding programs are good. Fans are always impatient. 
It doesn't. I don't think it matters what Kentucky does. I mean, they look at it. I understand that. I know it doesn't matter to Louisville fan what Indiana does, but they want to see progression. They're going to want to see progression throughout this season. And look, I think Kenny Payne's got the longest leash anybody's ever going to have here, right? He he can look. Get your players in. Get your team. You got plenty of time here. They have dealt with this IARP nonsense for five years and had to you got you're recruiting against people that are telling these kids, hey, they're not going they're gonna be ineligible for postseason play. Nobody you're probably gonna take them off TV. They're telling them everything that is not true in the world. And now they can't say that anymore. So give them a chance, give him and Manning and Nolan Smith a chance to get out and recruit and get the kids they want. And, and we'll see what happens. But it could be a long year down at the M Center. Those are pretty good names on the coaching staff that have good. experience. Yeah. And they, they they will get it done. But you're right, John. There's too many negative things that have happened at the University of Louisville basketball. And the Louisville fan wants to hear positive. They yeah. don't want to hear – we lost exhibition games, and now we're playing Bellarmine, and sure everybody hear thinks Bellarmine's Bellarmine. going to win. You know, don't want to hear that. All right, we'll take a break. Little NFL talk. Is Colts Raiders the game of the week this year? And also, I know you've been waiting for it, Tony Burke's lock of the week coming up. He's due, and he says he's got a hot one. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Apple. Anywhere you Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke. As the listener awaits Tony's lock of the da, week. Da, da, da. Seven and three on the season. I'm not going to say oh for his last two. Scooter? We're going to change it to Tony's pick of the week because it hasn't been a lock. <laughs> That's a shot. Hey, you know what? Uh, hitters go in slumps too, but they just fight their way they out, get of out, of get out of it. They get out of it. Scooter will tell you thing. it's time for you to get out of it. That's right. All right. Um, all right. Before we get to that, California, The uh, I don't want to talk about elections and politics, but well, California rejected – Sports gaming. I was surprised. I think it was like 52% voted against uh, sports gambling. First of all, full disclosure, I would have assumed California already had it, but they don't. Uh, I'm shocked, Tony, in this day and age that any state in Kentucky, other than Kentucky, I should say, uh, doesn't have sports gambling. It's it's in over 50% of the states now. Why not just make it a national law? Go ahead and do it. And I did hear about how the election went. Sports gaming will not get voted in. Here? Yes. Oh, there's no chance. There's no chance. I'll be 82 uh, when it finally gets voted in. All right. We only have to wait 10 more years. Wow. Well, he is sassy today. (laughs) Jerry Jones said he would love to see OBJ in a Cowboys uniform. You make anything of that, or is this just Jerry being Jerry? Jerry being Jerry. OBJ, what is the best? First of all, Odell Beckham Jr. has been cleared. He can sign with anybody. He's a free agent. Where is the best landing spot if he wants to be a receiver that makes a difference? Canadian Football League. I have an answer. Well, you're not an OBJ. You're like a Russell Westbrook (laughs) OBJ guy, right? I just don't like guys that all all about them. Baltimore Ravens. It's a good place. That would be a good place. They're going to go to the playoffs. 
Lamar needs receivers, that's for sure. Mark Andrews is going to come back. He'll be the short short threat, and OBJ would be the deep threat. I think it's a perfect spot. If you're looking for a payday here, if you're Odell Beckham Jr., you're going to get playoff checks. Uh, you're going to get a nice little signing bonus, and you're going to go to a team that has a chance to um, advance in the postseason. I think that's the move. I've heard Green Bay a lot because Aaron Rodgers needs receivers. They're three and six. That's they're not going anywhere. You're exact. I was. I, my first thought was Green Bay, but you don't go to Green Bay this year. Every other year you go to Green Bay, yeah. but not this year. So OBJ is a free agent, and he has apparently been cleared by physicians. We will see probably by the end of the week where he ends up. All right, Colts Raiders. If the Colts beat the Raiders. In Las Vegas, with Jeff Saturday as their new head coach, and a 30-year-old intern calling the plays, should Josh McDaniel of the Raiders be fired immediately? No. I think the Raiders kill the Colts this week, by the way. I think Jim Irsay, as crazy as he looks in these interviews and sounds, I think he just wants to lose and, and get a high draft pick and get a quarterback. Well, you know, I went to the uh, Washington football team, commander skins, you whatever did. you call them, and the Colts <laughs> the game. commander skins, I like that. Uh, <laughs> They're the commander so. skins. <laughs> but, you know, Scooter, we, we went under. The whole group went under, and it was a good bet. It was a great bet. But it got, got a little, little it, dicey it, it there. It did. It did. But you, there is something to be said for a dome stadium on a bad day. You're sitting there, and you take off your – There is no bad day. That's exactly outside when on a rainy day. Anybody doesn't like a dome would like it on a on a bad day. But uh, game of the yeah, week. Gosh, Colts and seventeen sixteen. Ooh. I think what uh, happened to the Raiders, Washington? John? What happened to the Raiders? Yes, the Raiders. What happened to the Raiders? I don't know. You get Devontae Adams. You certainly don't expect to have only two wins. Ah, Josh is... McDaniel, come on down. He struggled most places. Ah. Uh, been a fun year, and by the way, game of the week: your Minnesota Vikings in Buffalo, seven yeah. and one against six and two. Huh? And Josh Allen, I don't know how hurt he is here with this elbow. Well, the Commander Skins could have won that game against <laughs> the Vikings, but uh, they could have. They but probably, you know they probably should have. It doesn't matter, does it? They only write down wins and losses. No, college football is uh, about style points. College football is about what do you look like? Mm. What's the eye test? We're trying to get into a playoff. Pro football is not about style points. W's and L's. Did you win or did you lose? I don't care how you won. I don't care how you lost. Are you getting into the playoffs? Let's see what your number is. Are you the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are going to get in the playoffs with an 8-9 and record this year? Nobody cares because you're Tom Brady. You're going to have to beat Seattle with Geno Smith and then San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo and then one other game and you're in in another Super Bowl if you're Tom Brady. Yeah, they did I'm just it. Saying, don't count them out. They were the sixth seed a few years back, weren't they? Yeah, one in Green Bay. I'll never forget it. I lost a lot of money on that game. <laughs> you remember a lot of those. I remember losses. a lot of the losses. Don't remember a lot of the wins. <laughs> I remember a lot of the losses. All right, lock of the week, everybody. Get ready. Here it comes because uh, Tony's got the Pac-12. By the way, has not been good to you. The Big Twelve was not good to you last week. No, so we're going ACC this week. I'm getting Ooh. back. I got to get back on track. Let here. me guess. You're going to go with the Boston College Eagles. <laughs> if I'm doing that, I'm really getting nuts. 19 from NC State. No, no, John. I'm going to uh, a ranked team. I'm going to the game between Wake Forest and North Carolina. What do you have spread on that? I have um, three and a half. Right which now. one of these teams is ranked? Oh, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I got three and a half. Carolina on the road, three and a half point favorite. They're eight and one. I got Wake, Wake Forest is favorite. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Wake is three and a half. Wake Forest three and a half. Six and three. Two game losing streak. I know where you're going. You know where I'm I going. I can write it down. Go ahead, write it down. Tell me. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Love Wake Forest in this game. It's a night game. It's an interstate game. Wake has struggled. Everybody, for some reason, likes North Carolina now. And Wake is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and that's gone up since they first put it out. And I'm going with Vegas on that one. I'm going with the Demon Deacons. There are some, there are a few very interesting spreads this week. That's one of them. Um, all right, I'm going to go backwards here because the one that everybody knows the one that's very intriguing uh, you don't though. <laughs> Baylor at home against Kansas State. Kansas State's ranked 19th. They ruined your lock last week. No, that was Kansas last week. They ruined your yeah, lock. Yeah, it was Kansas. Uh, Kansas State is a two and a half point underdog on the road against the Baylor Bears. Well, one of those things you look at and you go, hmm. But the the one that stands out, of course, is TCU Texas. Yeah, TCU is a college. If the season ended today which it doesn't, TCU would be in the playoff. They're a seven-point underdog. Hook them horns. There's a reason. There's say a it, reason. John, what you always say, the reason they build those buildings out there. They don't do it because they lose. They do it because they win. Texas is a seven-point, a full touchdown favorite over the fourth-ranked team in the country. Texas is ranked 18th. They played well lately. Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, has looked good lately. But my man Max Duggan is getting no love at TCU. He and Sonny Dykes, 9-0. They've beaten four ranked teams along the way, and they're getting no love here. Big out of the fish tells us what? Tells you to go with Texas. You have to bet Texas. He tells you that uh, this this one in Big Out of the Fish's world, this is an easy one. You take the take the horns here. And you uh, and you give the points. One day, Big Al the Fish is going to come out of hiding. He's never going to come out. No, of you're hiding. right. You're right. Who are you kidding? Uh, Florida State on the road. This is one that uh, interests me. me. They are too. a six and a half point favorite at Syracuse. The Q's has lost three in a row, and everybody's saying, "Okay, it was fun while it lasted." I expect Syracuse to win this game outright. I do too. That was <laughs> I hate it when we one, agree. I know it was one of them. I looked at. I looked at. It's hard to pull the trigger. But every time I looked at it, I thought, night game, yep. Syracuse needs it badly. Florida State's playing better, but I still don't believe in Florida State. I don't either. So I will take the points at home in Syracuse. All right, let's go. Top four team that has a chance to lose. All right, we got TCU. That's the obvious one. Michigan at home against Nebraska, given 29 and a half. Who do I like? Yeah. Michigan. Can they lose? No. I love it when you say no. Indiana, Ohio State, we talked about that. Georgia at Mississippi State, it's intriguing because Mike Leach is just one of those coaches that you go, he's going to have something up his sleeve. Georgia coming off that Tennessee game, this is a perfect spot to have a letdown. Big win at home on tennis, against Tennessee. Now you go on the road against a Mississippi State team that's 6-3. It's not a bad not team. Well lately. They've got a good quarterback. They've got a good running back. They're a 16-and-a-half-point underdog at home. What's a normal betting person do? That oh, I gotta take Georgia. Oh, Georgia will kill game. Mississippi State. I, I really, really like Mississippi State. Would like to pull the trigger if I was betting, but I'm not betting. I think Tennessee's a good bounce back this week. Home game against Missouri. Missouri coming off that disappointing loss at home against Kentucky. They're going on the road. They're four and five. And look, I say this every week. I said it last week. When those playoff rankings come out, 
Look at the teams who are happy with where they're ranked and look at the teams who are not happy. Tennessee has something to prove here. They they realize when they saw that number five come up last night, hey, we still got a shot. We got to get out here and prove who we are. I think they lambasted Missouri this weekend. 21 is the number. I see 20 and a half on mine. I would stay away from that game because Missouri plays decent defense, and if they can just get a few points, they can cover. But I agree with you. I think Tennessee, you got to think that they're going to try to run the number up. Uh, USC, Friday night game against a 1-8 and eight Colorado team. 34 is the number in California. Colorado's bad. <laughs> they're bad. 34, though. I'm, I'm going to take the points just because there's 34 points. All right, here's another letdown game. LSU at Arkansas. Love LSU's got two wins, Gosh. two losses. They're ranked seventh now in the uh, college football playoff against an Arkansas team that's been bad lately, lost to Liberty. LSU's a three-point favorite on the road. Big Al the Fish. Going to tell you, Arkansas. why is it only three? <laughs> Suey well, big. Suey. Suey big. Alabama Ole Miss. Can Alabama lose three games in a season? They're 12-point favorite on the road against Lane Kiffin, former assistant to Nick Saban. That's an intriguing game. I mean, 12 points in the Grove. That might be a higher scoring game than the Tennessee-Alabama game. It's a good point because Ole Miss is going to give up some points, but you feel like they're going to score. What do you think the over and under is on that? Um, I'm going to go 70. 63 and a half. Oh, really? I thought it would be higher. Alabama's defense was good last week, uh, but they they gave up 52 to Tennessee. So uh, Ole Miss is going to take a page out of the Tennessee playbook, Tony. I think they're going to try to go fast as they can. I think so, too. Um, all right, you uh, gun to the head, you taking Clemson? Yes. Uh, that will be part of the uh, six-pack this week, the Louisville-Clemson game. Just have a bad feeling for the Cardinals. They play some of these teams. They play too good, and you get too excited about them. It happens. It's not just Louisville. It's everywhere. We've done it on a lot of games here. We've looked at a lot of games. Too excited. Oh, four wins in a row. The defense is playing great, and you forget that you know it's still Clemson. It's still a road game. Um, It's on national TV, ESPN. Dabo Sweeney's team has got to be. Chomping at the bit to get out on the field again after that Notre Dame debacle. Yeah, trying to prove yourself. But at that, I, I went with that with Oklahoma State that one weekend. It didn't work. <laughs> Here's the biggest game of the weekend: Central Florida at Tulane. It's a big game. Central Florida's ranked 22nd. Tulane is 17th. Uh, the Knights are seven and two. The Green Wave eight and one. Tulane's a two point favorite. ESPN two three thirty game winner is probably in all likelihood going to be. The representative Conference. of the Group of Five in the New Year's Day, New Year's Six bowl games. I really hope the Green Wave wins. Two point favorite. Tulane has struggled down there, and I'm, I'm pulling for Tulane. But if I'm betting it, go Knights. Notre Dame Navy in Baltimore. Notre Dame is sixteen and a half. This is one of those games they always seem to have trouble with. Yeah, but I, I'm still going to take them. Texter says Deshaun Johnson and OBJ on the same team would be awesome if it was 2016. Because Deshaun is on the Ravens right now. I like that. Maybe they can get Terrell Owens. But it's not 2016. Appreciate everybody listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks to Tony. Thanks to Scooter. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage and the Big Guy. If you don't want it, sure you won't.